find yourself in a world that no longer makes sense. When you realize that a man like Epstein didn't Epstein himself. When the police are defunded, but Pakistan gets a gender studies grant. You may be in the collapse experiment. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. What do, what, how, will you, how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. And that was your president, Joe Robinette Biden. Welcome to the Collapse Experiment. Yes, that was that was the president of the United States back in January before Ukraine invaded or was invaded by Russia. Uh, these were some of the threats that were made. And unfortunately for, for us and everyone else in the world, uh, he was not the only one making these threats. This is... Under Secretary of State for Political Affairs, Victoria Newland, isn't she just such a charmer? Um, with regard to Nord Stream 2, uh, we continue to have uh, very strong and clear conversations uh, with our German allies, and I want to be clear with you today. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. Aw, isn't that such a uh, comforting uh, comment to make before war breaks out? So yesterday, Nord Stream 1 and 2, the two pipelines that go directly from Russia to Germany, um, exploded. Of course, it was under the ocean, so uh, it, it kind of leaves... Um, a difficult situation for evidence to be collected as to what really happened. There's um, the possibility Canadian Prepper is pushing the uh, the idea that it could have been a hack, that somehow uh, hackers would have the ability to pressurize the pipes, but for them to blow up or uh, explode right next to each other, the, the two pipelines... Uh, simultaneously, uh, a couple hours apart, uh, at the same point uh, of the pipes, right next to each other, not not one uh, several several miles away from the other. No, like basically right next to each other. This happened, and so there's definitely. Uh, a very strong possibility that this was sabotage. There was a NATO naval uh, exercise that was conducted back in June. Uh, this had to do with training for sweeping for mines. And uh, lo and behold, it happened at the exact same place that these pipelines exploded. You have hundreds of miles of pipeline and somehow this is the spot where this stuff happens at. So, uh, there's a lot of assumptions being made. Um, Poland uh, is pointing some fingers. We are apparently trying to somehow blame Germany for this. 
even though the CIA warned Germany months ago that there is a very strong possibility that this was going to happen, it's not beyond the CIA to be like, hey, uh, we know that <laughs> some dirty stuff's going to go down. How do we know this? Well, it's not because of our intelligence. It's uh, because uh, we're in the same rooms with the people who are going to do it. Uh, which is usually, have you noticed that's usually how this plays out? Is that uh, we know about something because we're the ones that are planning it. And yet we we arrest or convict other people of uh, trying to do these things. <laughs> Even though we're like 100% responsible for the shit that's going on. It's... Uh, Again, very interesting. There, there's a lot of uh, oh, there's a lot of coincidences that seem to be reappearing time and time again. So if you think the whole situation with Nord Stream one and two uh, is very odd, <laughs> wait until we get some more into some more of the the news today. Uh, there's a very interesting uh, eye opening. Uh, video that popped up on uh, YouTube uh, titled <laughs> uh, Boxes of M16 Rifles Mistakenly Shipped to Couples Home. Uh, so the link for this is on thecollapseexperiment.com. Uh, my side note for this is your daily dose of WTF um, because this couple went on to a auction website and they noticed that there were cases for M16s that were being sold by the, by the Pentagon, the United States Army. Um, it was supposed to be surplus. Like, these things are empty and uh, lo and behold, you can get a hold of these things. I think they were like 100 bucks a piece is the, like the final price that they ended up paying for these things. And they bought... <laughs> several cases of uh, these these cases, these empty cases for shipping rifles. They're supposed to be empty, right? So they arrive, they, they're, they're delivered, and one of their friends opens up one of these cases because he was commenting like, I didn't think these things were going to be that heavy. And uh, they were filled. They were completely filled with Vietnam-era, fully automatic M16s. So what does this couple do? Uh, well, as a capitalist, they decided that they're going to put these things on it. No, uh, they actually contacted authorities and said, Hey, uh, we believe there is a mistake here. For some reason, uh, these empty cases that we ordered and bought from the military came with... Uh, Rifles that were not supposed to be included. So uh, the ATF shows up at their house with a warrant and confiscates everything that was shipped to their house. Whether or not these people will be compensated for their money and being uh, good uh, citizens for uh, being being honest and doing the right thing. Who knows? Uh, knowing this administration, they're probably going to be charged for, I don't know, um, trying to access fully. It, they'll come up with some bullshit reason that these people are villains and assholes and uh, try to put them in jail for, again, this is what we do in this country. If you try to do the right thing, you are the one who goes to jail. Speaking of doing the right thing, 
The U.S. tells Snowden return home to face justice. <laughs> to face justice. Or risk conscription in the Russian army. Yeah, Putin's not going to put Edward Snowden on the front lines anywhere. He's a trophy. He is a symbol of, oh, I don't know, freedom? <laughs> Uh, if, if you wanted to make an argument that Russia is, a, is more of a free country than the United States, you can really just look at Edward Snowden. Here's a guy who's a whistleblower, and we have laws. We do have laws that are in place to protect whistleblowers. But for some reason, they really, really, really want to convict and throw uh, Edward Snowden in prison for... Speaking the truth. Speaking the truth is is no longer an acceptable thing in the United States. Uh, that is to be determined by social media and uh, the what was it the the Department of Truth is <laughs> was that the name of it um, the the Ministry of Thought. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, the weird things that Joe Biden has tried to create. Uh, yeah, that is not to be determined by whistleblowers. Uh, I would not be surprised if the FBI whistleblowers that are currently coming out against their own agency uh, start having charges pressed against them because this is the type of thing that this administration does. You have the lawyer for the Oath Keepers being prosecuted. Uh, she's the person who's defending the Oath Keepers, uh, trying to keep them from going to prison, and she's being prosecuted. So, um, definitely uh, interesting times that we live in, but yes, we're trying to threaten Snowden to come back to the United States, because that always gets your ex to come back. <laughs> come back to me or I'll beat you. Um, yes, the, the loving words of uh, the homeland. Um, yeah, that's that's gonna go over well. Con congratulations on your stupidity, uh, whoever it was that sent that message to Edward Snowden last night. Um, if you are not subscribed or watching the No Way Jose podcast, uh, I would really suggest going over to YouTube or going on the Spotify and doing a search for that. Because they just had part seven of the what really happened in Oklahoma City bombing uh, with Richard Booth. And this was the episode that I was waiting for about a cop named Yiki. Uh, this was somebody who was at the bombing uh, right after it happened, was helping uh, get people out, uh, doing first aid. He was declared as one of the, the heroes of the incident. But... Uh, being a cop, he, he noticed a few things right away that just did not make sense. And he kind of knew the day of that something was up. Something was smelling fishy. And so as a cop, he decided that he was going to investigate what was happening. He had made several copies of the surveillance tapes, uh, which his police department had access to, uh, for the... Uh, Murray building that was uh, blown up at that event. And um, we don't know what happened to those tapes. We do know that uh, local law enforcement, the, the same people he worked with, had uh, taken his patrol car. Uh, they also, because 
Yiki was later, uh, I'm just going to say murdered. It was officially declared a suicide. Uh, but yeah, like most events uh, somehow related to Hillary Clinton, um, these people have these weird ways of committing suicide that just don't make any sense. Uh, as for Yiki, uh, he always carried a briefcase with papers um, that he was kind of protecting, worried that something was going to happen to it. There was a collection of videotapes that he had, um, which was, uh, he was trying to preserve as evidence, and all of that seemed to have uh, disappeared, and the family was requesting it back because it was his personal property, and the police absolutely refused to hand it over. So, um, Officer Yiki, uh, <laughs> we here at the Collapse Experiment, we salute you because... Uh, Again, you try to do the right thing, and uh, you get you end up found in a, a field dead with your your wrist cut, your your throat sliced, uh, a bullet to the side of the head. There's no powder burns on the skull, which means it was done by distance. Uh, the gun was not found at the scene, and um, oh, two pints of blood were were found in his car, and he locked the car before he left. So um, you know, I'm all for like fine motor skills, but I. I think if you're bleeding out and you're you're traveling a mile and a half uh, into the middle of nowhere to die, um, I, I guess it's important that you, you lock your car, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, if you're trying to secure a crime scene, I mean, uh, if you're trying to prove that you committed suicide, you, you'd want easy access to... <laughs> uh, man, did they not think this through. All right, so moving on. Uh, well, if you want to check out that episode, there is a link at thecollapseexperiment.com that goes to the live feed that was uh, on last night on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure you'll be able to find the podcast mm, either uh, if it's behind a paywall as a podcast, it'll be up next week. When that does go up, I will also have a link to that on the website so you can easily find that and share in the uh, juicy details of the story of Officer Yiki and um, what happened to him. Um, again, uh, doing the right thing comes with its own rewards, and uh, he learned about that the hard way. So moving on, uh, Coast Guard spots Chinese-Russian warship formation off Alaska. Yeah, we we don't have anything to worry about. <clears throat> Nope, no, no way. I mean, we don't have a, a state, a huge, huge state that's not connected to the continental United States with a vast amount of resources, including, uh, I don't know, natural gas, uh, oil, lumber, uh, minerals, tons, tons and tons of minerals. Um, yeah. We we really have no reason to worry that somebody would just try to take it. It's also what uh, might be the least populated state. I'm not sure about that. Maybe uh, people per square feet. Um, it could be another state out west. But I want to say Alaska might be the least populated. Uh, so, yeah, the EU chief calls Nord Stream attack sabotage warns of strongest possible response. Against who and how? Eh, 
Uh, I'm not really worried about the European Union, considering that they just handed over all their weapons and ammunition over to Ukraine. Um, and they really don't have any manufacturing, especially now that the pipeline is uh, kaput. Um, if, if they don't have energy, which, especially Germany, Germany was like the powerhouse of Europe. And uh, I believe there was, there was a previous president, I um, can't recall the name right now, but he was basically telling Germany, uh, you don't want to be solely dependent on Russia. It's not a good idea. Y you don't want to do this. This is horribly stupid. Why would you do this to yourselves? They're not your friends. Uh, I, it could have been Obama. I, I don't know. It just doesn't sound right. Who's that guy? Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, God damn it. We're a Trump bias podcast. So, oh, oh, Trump. That's right. Yeah, Trump was the one that was telling Germany, this is a horribly stupid and bad idea. You shouldn't do this. And they're like, yeah, we're not listening to you, dude. Israeli investigators find COVID-19 vaccines cause side effects. Leaked video. Oh, Israel. Don't you... Doesn't Israel have, like, the highest rate of population that took the vaccine? Man, it's almost like how willing they were to get tattoos on their arms. Um, yeah, so Israel. Israel, Israel. Um, you, you forced this upon your people, and it looks like you knew that there was uh, bad shit that could possibly happen from it. Um... Uh, Man, uh, I really have a hard time feeling sorry for anybody who fell for this bullshit. Uh, and if there's any any country that should have a great bullshit detector, shouldn't it be Israel? Isn't Israel the one country that you would expect that if you tried to sell them bullshit, uh, they would sniff it out like right away? Like, no, we're not doing this. Screw you. Get out of the room. Uh, we don't want anything to do with you. They went all all on board. They were just like 100%, we are going to get everybody possible vaccinated in here. Well, I'm, I'm really surprised they didn't force it on the Palestinians. Wouldn't that be the, the, the real kicker? Is that the vaccine like fucked over Israel so bad that Palestine was like, hey, we're not sick, we didn't take this garbage. <laughs> just complete role reversal. Uh, anyways, um... Israel, I'm I'm really shocked and surprised at you. Um, Russia confirms sporadic contacts with U.S. on nuclear weapons. Sporadic. Yeah. Uh, isn't it weird? We're at like the worst possible point in U.S. U.S. history, world history, where the U.S. and Russia are the, the most likely to go at nuclear exchange with each other, and we have no contact with the other side. And even Russia is just like, yeah, it's sporadic. Like, they say things, we respond, we don't respond, they say nothing, they say nothing, we, we try to open contact, they say nothing. Oh, then they say another thing that has nothing to do with the things that we said. Yeah, um... Great policy. It's awesome. It's it's almost like our country is led by somebody with Alzheimer's. CIA warned Germany of possible Nord Stream pipeline attack. Huh. It's almost like the evidence is building that uh, we might have a very good idea as to who did this. Not going to say who. 
Uh, it's a very obvious guilty party, but um, <laughs> yeah, the CIA warned Germany uh, of, of a possible attack. Al-Qaeda? I don't remember Al-Qaeda having like frogmen or, or guys that, you know, deep dive underwater or have submarines. Cartels. I know cartels have submarines, but um, no, not uh, not Al-Qaeda, not ISIS. Um, it's almost like you'd have to have a naval fleet in the area to secretly do something under the water uh, while you're pretending to do something else under the water. Ah, weird. What a quinkadink. U.S. blew up Russian gas pipelines Nord Stream 1 and 2, says former Polish defense minister. Yep. And who says Polacks are stupid? Blast detected near Nord Stream is, as images reveal, huge leak. Yes, if, uh, the, here's the weird thing. So, be, between the two pipes... There's one giant area in the, uh, is it, it's not the Black Sea, the Baltic Sea, um, where you can see the natural gas bubbling up for the wa from the water. But because the gas is mixing in with the water, it, it um, loses the buoyancy to where if a ship was to float into this area, it would immediately sink. <laughs> So it's an um, interesting situation considering that the source of the leak, uh, the, the area that this spans is a kilometer. So if you were to try to fix this, you would have to have a ship that's out of that area. You'd have to have guys going down either in a submarine or, or in, I'm guessing a submarine uh, to fix this. That would have to go traveling under the water for a half a kilometer in order to get to that spot. Those spots. Those two spots. Because it's not just one. Um, not not going to be a very easy fix. Um, of course, if you shut the pipeline down completely, uh, that, that would likely help. But, um, good lord. FBI whistleblower update. Yes, Dan Bongino. <laughs> Part 3, FBI whistleblower. Um, this was an update because he did a two-parter interview with uh, one of the whistleblowers who uh, is coming out about the agency and um, went to the press with... Uh, how the FBI is handling certain policies and how horrible it is and how basically a lot of agents don't freaking like working for them anymore because it's a hostile work environment. Um, so Dan Bongino decided that he was going to do an update because, let's see here if I can find this one. I know I shared it. I know for a fact I shared it. Uh, come on, come on. Where is it? Where is it? Well, I, I guess I didn't share it, but there was a uh, pro-life demonstrator and slash author, uh, a man uh, married with, I believe, seven kids who had his house raided by the FBI. Now, this, the excuse for the raid is that um, he was accused of, um, a, there, there's a law 
about uh, the right to be able to enter uh, Planned Parenthood abortion facilities. Like you can't, they can't touch you. They can't stop you from going inside. Um, so this guy was accused of doing that with some dude who was trying to go into Planned Parenthood. Um, the charges ended up being dropped. So the the case was the case was dropped. There was no prosecution. Um, this guy was, you know, through through an actual legitimate investigation, found that uh, all the allegations were were false. However, for some reason, the FBI stepped in and arrested this guy. And uh, last I heard, he was going to be arraigned on charges. Uh, for for crime that the local PD already said uh, was was not true, deemed to be false, didn't didn't happen, didn't it didn't happen. So yeah, again, um, there's this weaponization of the FBI, and of course they they sent twenty five to thirty officers to his house. Uh, to, to arrest him, this guy who's like pro-life. Um, he didn't bomb abortion clinics or anything. He he stands outside practicing his first amendment. That's the issue. That that's it right there. Uh, he practices his first amendment right. Oh, I I forgot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I forgot what what point of the collapse we are in in our our own country. Oh, if things didn't get any better, I you know so. <clears throat> I just checked Zero Hedge because I wanted to make sure that there weren't any updates on the Nord Stream uh, pipe explosions. And I see this article, Forever Unusable, uh, 15 Things We Know About the Mysterious, it's not mysterious, okay, uh, the mysterious explosions, quote, explosions, that severely damaged the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. Now, here's the real kicker. Um authored by Michael Snyder via <clears throat> the end of the American dream blog. Just the title of lo alone. I have to subscribe to this. Um, it, it's just, uh, I read that and I was like, ah, oh, a blog after my own heart, but let's see what they have to say. What are the 15 things, uh, we do know. Uh, one, we're being told that the sections where the pipelines were damaged are 70 to 90 meters below sea level, so someone would need to go down pretty deep to get to them. Duh. Okay. Uh, I really hope this isn't a list of 15 stupid things. Um, this is extremely unlikely that these pipelines could have been ruptured by accident because they are extremely thick. Yep. Three. It is being reported that explosions were heard in the areas where gas is now leaking out of the pipelines. Yes, and here's the other thing with water is that a, a blast, even sound, sound travels really well through water because the, the molecules are so close together that that energy transfers well over long extended lengths of, of distance. And it also is concentrated to the point where there's these idiots. You can find these videos on YouTube where they're like, yeah, you know, you can shoot a Glock underwater and they get in their swimming pools and they know that because of the, the water, the bullet won't travel to the other side of the pool. 
So they think like, oh, I can shoot my gun, it'll be really cool, I'll make a video, and I'll have the bullet as a souvenir. Then their kidneys fucking rupture because the concussion of the 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 gunpowder exploding, expanding through the water sends a shockwave that uh, kidneys don't like shockwaves at all. They, they don't like it at all. But anyways, so if there was an explosion, it would have been heard. It would have been picked up by a lot of different things, and it was. Oh, the Swedish National Seismic Network... <laughs> Here's what I was just talking about. Detected one explosion that registered 1.9 on the Richter scale and another that registered as 2.3 on the Richter scale. The largest leak, uh, the largest leak is reported spreading bubbles a good kilometer in diameter. Germany, German officials are claiming that this was a deliberate act of sabotage. Gee, I, I wonder how they figured that out. Wonder if they had some old memos sitting around from a certain three-letter agency. Number seven. Interestingly, the incident took place just one day after thousands of German protesters took to the streets and demanded the opening of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Huh. It's almost like somebody didn't want any negotiations to happen. The Prime Minister of Denmark also believes that this was a deliberate act of sabotage. Don't forget Poland. <laughs> the Ukrainians are blaming the Russians for the explosions. I could say a lot of things about Ukrainians, but they're not going to be nice. Um, it is being reported that the CIA recently warned Germany about the potential attack of the pipelines. I feel like number 10 and number... Ooh, let's see here. 7 should really be, just be put together. Number 11, a Polish member of the European Parliament seems absolutely convinced that the United States was behind the attack. Oh, yes. Uh, again, I have to salute that guy. Uh, it, you know, to be honest, when, when I heard about this, my gut instinct, my first thought was, oh, we, we blew up a pipeline. That's cool. <clears throat> Joe Biden previously threatened to end the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. If Russia invaded Ukraine, if Russia invades, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. Quote, unquote. Uh, number 13, Victoria Newland. Oh, it's almost like they, they watched this podcast and then just wrote this article. Uh, was also previously threatening the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. If Russia attacks Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move forward. <clears throat> Number 14. Meanwhile, European officials just gathered for a ceremony to mark the opening of the new Baltic pipeline. Huh. It's the same pipeline that runs along the same course as the other two, but somehow this one didn't blow up. Weird. Very, very convenient. <clears throat> Germany's, uh, how the hell? Tagespiegel. 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 Reports. Tagespiegel? 
Um, that Germany's security authorities assume that the three tubes of the Baltic Sea pipeline, Nord Stream 1 and 2, will be forever unusable after alleged acts of sabotage. Alleged? Are you freaking kidding me? Alleged. It's It's been a day, right? It, I understand it's only been a day. We can't jump to conclusions. Yes, we can. Uh, it was an act of sabotage. It was... Definitely not the Russians. And um, we have these idiots, these complete absolute morons. Um, if there's anything that we should have learned in the last two years, is that whatever they say they're going to do is what they're going to do. Whatever they say they're not going to do, and they're very, very uh, aggressive about it, is exactly what they're going to do. Having said that, any time that they told us, like, uh, no, no, I'm not going to, there, there won't be a vaccine mandate. And then once they get into the power, uh, vaccine mandate, uh, you're going to take this shit. Um, what was the other, there was, there's quite a few things that happened. Um, what was it? There was something else that happened during COVID, and Biden was like, yeah, oh, yeah, it was, no, no, it was during the election when, when Trump was like, uh, you know, if, if you elect this guy in, you're going to have five, six, seven dollars a gallon for gas, uh, dollars a gallon, um, and he's going to shut down big oil. And then Biden flat out tells the American people, yeah, I'm going I'm to shut down big oil, it's going to be done, and, and uh we're going to end fossil fuels and, and zero carbon. It's going to be awesome. They, they flat out say what they're going to do. And for, for some reason, this, this moron, not only him, but Victoria Newland too. I don't know like what memo they're reading off of or who talked to these people before they, they went out to the public. But for some reason they got on the bandwagon of like, yeah, we're shutting we're going to destroy Nord Stream 2. We're going to shut down all the oil and, and, and gas in the United States. We're, we're going to do all this stupid stuff. But even when they're threatening Russia, they're like, here's what we're going to do. And then it happens. And then they're like, uh, we didn't do that. <laughs> Picture yourself on the playground. Remember when you were a kid and there's this kid that's like, hey, I'm going to punch you. When you turn around, I'm going to punch you. I'm going to punch you. I'm going to punch you. I'm going to punch you very hard in the back of the head. And this goes on for for a while. And then, uh, you know, you go on to other things. But eventually you do turn around, right? And what happens? Somebody hits you. You turn around. You look at that kid and you're like, why did you hit me? And they're like, I didn't do it. No, it was, uh, it was Billy over there. Billy, who has absolutely no interest in anything that was happening over here. Billy did it. Then you're like, no, you hit me. And it's like, you hit yourself. You know those kids. You, you've experienced those kids. This is who's running the country right now. That kid. The one who hit you. You know he hit you. He knows that you didn't see him hit you. You know 100% that he hit you. And he's trying to say everybody did it but him. That jackass. That jackass is running the country. That's what's going on. And on that note, that jackass thinks you are the carbon he wants to reduce. That's what's happening. Have a nice day.
Thank you for listening to the Collapse Experiment podcast. For more content, check out thecollapseexperiment.com where you can find the latest news articles. If you'd like to help out this podcast, check out books by Matthew Gilman on Amazon. Or you should just buy gold and silver. Just just buy gold and silver. It's, it's a better investment and uh, you might actually have something to trade later on when the world <laughs> falls apart.